Welcome to the podcast, Preparing for Peace, formerly The Feminine Emerges. My name is V, and I'm so happy to be here today to record the first podcast under the banner of Preparing for Peace. While I absolutely loved The Feminine Emerges, I felt like it was too small of a container for everything that I wanted to speak about. And I also felt that it was a response to a distraction that occurred when I went on the radio to speak about everything. We had a show on social issues and I was faced with such blatant, overt, and covert misogyny that it was a response to that. And I did a lot of introspection and had to ask myself, is this really the platform? Is this really where you want to go? And I realized, no, I have so much that I want to speak about that I want a bigger platform where everything can prepare us for peace. And so preparing for peace was actually born last week. I uh, lost the oldest member of our family, the oldest member of our lineage. And I almost didn't allow myself to fully process it. And because I have been enrolled in a two years trauma healing program, and I'm also enrolled in another program, which I will be talking about both of them. So the first is Timeless Wisdom Training with Thomas Hubel, and uh, the second one is Compassion Key with Edward Mannix, and both of this pro- these programs have a very similar frequencies, and they are helping me to clear and integrate wounds in order to embody more of my soul's true light so a lot of my priorities right now are around trauma healing in order to in order to be whole in order to fully express myself the the fullness of my self-expression is something that's very important to me because I have a lot to say and I have a lot that I want to share with the world and that has always been important and um, after working with patients and clients and being involved in collective work locally in the community I started feeling burned out I started getting triggered by certain things so my self-healing became a priority I started the journey in February of this year I think it was either the day before or the day of I lost a family member and she was like a second mom to me she was my uncle's wife my cousin's mother And 20 days later, we lost my uncle. So 
between February and now. We are now in August. So between February and the end of July, we lost three older family members. And I realized during that time, I did not record. And it was the start of this journey of deep healing. And I've integrated so much between that time. And I'm embodying so much more of my soul's true light that I look forward to continuing this journey and to share more of me and to share more of my friends. I will be having different guests and uh, the feminine emerges will always be one of the petals or one of the flowers that is part of this bouquet that is me that is my brand and so I I realize for me it's a bouquet of oneness and it's a bouquet of multiple colors multiple flowers and so I look forward to sharing with you my guests to sharing with you different contents so some contents will be very short I've been writing a lot I've been writing um, I've been writing transmissions that come out as poetry I never sit down and say I'm going to write a poem I don't know that I could like if I say oh I'm going to write a poem I think I would probably have writer's block if I did it that way usually the way it comes out it's like oh something's coming oh grab a pen oh grab the phone and type and then after I type or write what's coming through what is ready and ripe to come out then it comes out as poetry and then when I read it I give myself goosebumps. It's like, ah, oh, this is what you were carrying. And usually those things are the fruits of transmutation. So I can process something and sit with something. And after a while, once it's transmuted, it comes out as words. And so actually, let me reintroduce myself because I wrote something recently that really describe who I am and what I do in terms of words so I think I can share it here with you so I'm searching for it and um, it's on my phone so a lot of things are on my phone so it says my name is V I use various shades of light and shadows to paint with words life experiences and the nuanced emotions that come with being human. My favorite canvas is the silence of my inner world where my soul speaks out loud and I intentionally create outside of the color lines. That's really the best way that I can describe myself at the moment. And um, I want to share some of my writings in this platform and recently I made somebody laugh I don't know if I made him laugh but I made myself laugh <laughs> because I read one of my pieces and then I shared one of my writings and he said could you read it for me 
and I realized I don't usually read my writings. I usually write and I usually speak and they are two different things. So when I'm speaking, I just allow what comes through to come through. And like this podcast, I don't edit because I used to do live radio. And um, so I would like it to be like we're having a conversation. So if we were to sit down and we were to have a conversation, that's what that's how it would come out. Like how just now, how I said, that's what, that's how. I used to edit my radio show. So I would edit that out and I realized, no, this is who I am. This is how I speak. And what's important for me is embodiment. So it's embodiment versus performance. So if I'm sharing something, this is not a performance. This is life. This is us having a conversation. And it's going to come out the way it comes out. And my goal is authenticity. So the platform preparing for a piece really was born a week ago from the passing of the oldest member of my lineage when I decided to sit down and to really feel into that. What does that mean? That the oldest member of my lineage has now transitioned. And I got to sit with it and feel it. And I got to really feel into my lineage. And I realized, wow, my people are peaceful people. My grandparents, and when I say that, I, I'm referring to my maternal side of the family because because I grew up with my maternal side of the family so my maternal grandparents lived to be a hundred each and they were peaceful people and the oldest family member we just lost is my grandfather's brother and he was 90 I feel like he was older, but I think it's because when you're a kid, when someone is in their 40s, you think they're old. So to me, it's like he was always old. Since I was born, my mother had me in her 40s also. My parents could have been my grandparents, and so he could have been my grandparent when I was a kid. And so he's been around of course he's been around since I was born and I thought he was so much older and then I I could have sworn he was 100 but they said 90 and um, I realized wow who are these beings that live on earth and live peacefully on earth for 100 years for 90 years and I got to witness that and it was easy for them to be loving and to be peaceful without without having to sit down to meditate for hours without praying for hours and I thought this is worth sharing with the world this is my lineage this is what is in my DNA this is the legacy I am their legacy and this gets to be my platform and I get to share this message of peace and I get to share my return to peace 
because I've been burned out. I've experienced nervous system dysregulation. And so this healing that I'm doing, I'm doing it for me and I'm also doing it for my lineage. I came from a country and a culture with a history of deep trauma, yet my direct ancestry embodies so much peace. And I often wonder, like, how did this happen? That they did not practice corporal punishment. That it was easy for them to love, to love children, to love one another. They didn't have to sign up for classes and, you know, go away on retreats. So they know of something they have a secret that um, we don't have or maybe that we're not accessing within ourselves in the modern world. And I realized that this is my story. This is my reality. This is alive in my DNA. And I get to share that with the world. And I get to take ownership of the story of my lineage because I realized if I read about them in a book, I would have been impressed with them. And from that, the platform Preparing for Peace was born. And I wasn't sure if I had to start a new podcast or if I could go in there and rename The Feminine Emerges. So I was able to rename The Feminine Emerges and I pretty much kept almost the same description and removed feminine and put peace like I had like the feminine is a force and blah 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 I don't remember and then in the description it's like peace is a force and I probably would not have thought to call peace a force if I didn't already have the feminine is a force and the idea of peace being a force oh that feels so good to my soul that's medicine to my soul like peace is a force so speaking of medicine I intend for this podcast to be a good cup of medicine a cup of tea a cup of soup a good cup of hot chocolate just soul medicine And I thank you who have been listening to The Feminine Emerges. It was new when when I took the the pause. And I love that um, I probably will allow myself to only record when I am inspired to. So maybe there could be moments where there are multiple new podcasts within a week and I might allow myself longer breaks because I am indeed doing deep transformational work through these two very intense programs and one of the things that I love with the trauma healing and this was said by Thomas Hubel and I'm paraphrasing that whenever we do any type of deep work that involves transformation, 
already feel like I'm not paraphrasing it correctly. Whenever we do deep transformational work, the parts of our lives that were built on shadows automatically dissolve. And I love that. And I was just here for that. Like, yes, let the dissolution happen. Let the dissolution begin. That was my attitude when I first started. And things started dissolving. And so when certain things dissolve, it's like, oh, well, this is not fun. And certain things are fun. So one of the things that dissolved was the name, The Feminine Emerges. It it dissolved because it became too small of a container. And... um, and it could be it could be its own thing some days i love that there are people that this is their main platform like right now i enrolled into a program on sacred rage i did a podcast where i talked about how i just love like how, how whenever you put the word sacred in front of anything then it automatically commends reverence and there's a, and it's a it's by uh, Maya Luna and her platform is about the feminine and i i discovered her work after um, the feminine emerges and when i read her work it's like oh there was so, such deep resonance and I love the work that she is doing. And I, I send her like so much love. Like, yes, girl, I understand. I, under, I understand what she's tapping into for, 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 for the work that she's doing. So I love that there are men and women that are working for the emergence of the feminine. And uh, recently I signed up for her course. So that's new too. That's that's new. I haven't even finished the first uh, class. We've only had one. And, um, and I had to do it as a replay. So I'm halfway through the Zoom recording. It's about two and a half hours. And I, I just love the idea of embodying our anger and our rage instead of oppressing it instead of gaslighting ourselves i love where she's going with that so i will share to some of the people that are doing similar work and i'm I'm sending them so much love because that work is needed and i will continue to speak out against misogyny and i have so much more that i want to say so the feminine emerges is still a part of this platform it was just too small for for the whole of me and so that's part of the dissolution so in this next couple of years there will be new things emerging and there will be dissolutions and i love and welcome that and as i'm saying that it's reminding me of women who run with with the wolves by Clarissa Pinkola is this this book has been in my life since I was 24 I keep making references to 
to different ages without saying my age. So I'm 41 right now. So since I was 24, I've read that book multiple times. I call it the Bible. And one of the things that she talks about is the life, death, life cycle. At 24, I had resistance to that. Like, oh, death, mm, no. And as I'm getting older, it's like, oh, yeah, some things must die. Some things must live. Some things get to be sacred. And this is work that I'm doing within me. It's like, oh, certain fragmentations must go. Certain things must be cleared. And certain things get to live. The light gets to shine. So it's been, it's been a, a very intense journey for me. And I didn't get to share a lot of it because... I didn't get to share any of it since February because I was just so busy with the healing. I look forward to sharing more of this journey with you. And I think that's all I have to say for now. So thank you for joining me in preparing for peace. I will talk more about that. This is sort of an impromptu um, conversation. It, yes, the whole thing has been just emerging within me naturally, effortlessly, with grace. And that's what I'm about now just sharing the things that I am actually embodying embodiment versus performance. And the, all those things will have their own. Um, podcast their own episodes and I'll probably have specific guests and we'll get to talk about those things so looking forward to continuing the conversations with you thank you for spending this time with me I am V I just go by V V means life V-I-E and that's my name and that's also my title so I am V and you were listening to preparing for peace